Shall a trumpet be blown in the city, and the people not be afraid? And the people not be afraid? Dreams. American dreams. Awake, thou that sleepest. Wake up. Open your eyes. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Are we dreaming? Oh, I can hear. I can hear you. I can hear. Mm. I can hear. Pretend. I hear when you Pretend that everything's okay. It's spiritual. Shalom, family. Welcome to Shatter Paradise. They cannot intrude here. Somebody gotta tell the truth. Ex expose them. And I'm gonna tell it. When a battle is won in spiritual warfare, it is wise to not mistake retreat for surrender. The retaliation ritual. The retaliation ritual. Months after Ye, Kyrie and Hebrews to Negroes sparked an international debate on the true identity of the Israelites in the modern day. A debate which inevitably helped to accelerate the Great Awakening. The Revelation 2-9 spellcasters have covertly moved their updated weapons of mass deception into place and are now quietly activating their retaliatory response. And the majority of the unsuspecting public and two-thirds of the Israelites won't even know what hit them. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. For we are not ignorant of his devices. Of his devices. Buried under an avalanche of ever-worsening headlines reporting skyrocketing inflation, costs of living, economic and banking collapse, beneath stories of train derailments releasing toxic clouds, Chinese spy balloons, indictments and rumors of presidential arrest, lies an easily overlooked story with profound spiritual implications. There's a new eight-foot-tall statue sitting atop a New York courthouse that was designed by a pro-abortion artist. The artist says that the statue is meant to break barriers and is an homage to the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, as well as to Roe versus Wade. The statue is named Now. Its artist says the work is meant to convey that women need to act now to affect change so that they can keep having abortions. There's another statue just like this in Madison Square Park. It has the word Hava written on it. Hava translates to Eve in some languages, and the artist says that this was intentional because, quote, Eve was the first lawbreaker. Eve was the first lawbreaker. Lawbreaker. Hmm. Was Eve really the first lawbreaker? Or was Hasatan Lucifer the first to break Yah's law? How art thou fallen from heaven? O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? Standing atop the grandiose New York State Courthouse is a shimmering golden eight-foot female sculpture emerging from a pink lotus flower and wearing Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's signature lace collar. Though in the inverted world of mainstream media, the cover story claims that this golden idol was erected in honor of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, it is more likely 
that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was appointed judge in honor of the entities behind the idol and not the other way around. Spiritual wickedness in high places, in high places, in high places. It is clear when you examine the form of this idol, it is not depicting a human being, but a spirit. Perhaps the spirits that inhabited Supreme Court Justice RBG. Frankly, I had thought that at the time Roe was decided, there was concern about population growth, and particularly growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, United States Supreme Court Justice, July 2009. When it comes to exposing eugenics in modern America, that quote by Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the smoking gun. I mean, here is the most radical advocate of legalized abortion that's ever been on the Supreme Court, openly admitting in the New York Times that the real issue was never women's rights or privacy or reproductive freedom or being pro-choice. No, what she is saying is that the driving force behind making abortion legal was to exterminate certain groups of people. In other words, it was the Supreme Court's way of legitimizing a philosophy that's been pushed for the last 150 years by these ultra-wealthy elitists who believe they have the right to eliminate anyone that they have decided is inferior. Frankly, I had thought that at the time Roe was decided, there was concern about population growth, and particularly growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of. And Planned Parenthood became the golden child of these people because they're the ones who figured out how to put this philosophy into practice. It was Planned Parenthood who figured out that the way to make eugenics work is not to kill people, but to convince the targeted group to commit cultural suicide. And the way you do that is with birth control and abortion. And Planned Parenthood has been successful at this because unlike other eugenics organizations, they have always been able to keep their agenda hidden, not only from the public, but often from their own people. I mean, there are Planned Parenthood employees and volunteers all over this country who I'm convinced have no idea what they're actually mixed up in. But when Ruth Bader Ginsburg said what she said in July of 2009, she let the cat out of the bag. She made it clear that abortion was legalized in order to eliminate people that she and other elitists just like her don't want there to be too many of. And I think we all know who they're talking about. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a Jewish Supreme Court judge, was possessed with a murderous spirit opposed to the reproductive potential of the Israelites. Aligned with the teachings of Margaret Sanger, who was in league with the KKK, she worked to blot out the seed line of Yasharel. She played a pivotal role in defending Roe v. Wade, which is a big part of what they refer to as second and third wave feminism. And I believe they are now on the 666th wave of so-called feminism. We have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. Yeah. Well, I think the women will 
Rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, 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 and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's very, the truth. Very, very soon. It, it is the truth. But we're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous. <laughs> what did you say? Murder. <laughs> murder. Murder. And, and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. A murderous spirit indeed. Following the tradition of Pharaoh Ramses and King Herod, the Synagogue of Satan, which runs America through the British Crown, has embraced infanticide as a preferred method of population control for the children of Israel. But what if there was a more efficient way to snuff out Israelite children before they were ever conceived? She's an actress, producer, and NAACP Image Award winner. He's a three-time NBA champion. Dwayne Wade won it for Miami! 13-time All-Star, entrepreneur, producer, and television host. But it is for their philanthropic work on behalf of so many in need and their fight for social justice on behalf of the LGBTQ community, inspired by their love for their daughter Zaya, that we honor Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union Wade tonight. Dwayne accepted the President's Award with Gabrielle at the 2023 NAACP Image Awards February 25th and honored his daughter during his speech, saying, Zaya, you've made me a better human just simply by being who you were born to be. Our baby girl, Zaya Wade. Dwayne Wade delivers a passionate speech at the 2023 NAACP Image Awards. The retired NBA star praises his 15-year-old daughter, Zaya, while accepting the President's Award with his wife, Gabrielle Union. Dwayne's impassioned speech comes on the same day that Zaya was granted a legal gender and name change per documents obtained by E! News. The Revelation 2-9 media fires back with a barrage of strikes that can only be described as, well, hitting below the belt. Did the girls know where you were coming this morning? Did they have any idea that mom was coming and getting, being honored and getting a leadership award? What's the most important thing you think about installing in them? Because it's not easy raising these young girls. So when you think about how you want to raise them, do you want to raise them to be strong women? What do you think about? Two months before Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union received the President's Award, there was another Hollywood celebrity being praised, honored, and rewarded for their so-called humanitarian work. Please join me in presenting the Sherry Lansing Leadership Award to Charlize Theron. Bowing down before the Dutch actress, Jewish comedian, and Hollywood film producer, Seth Rogen, presents a leadership award to Charlize Theron, the mother of two adopted Israelite children, one of which she transitioned from boy to girl at three years old. The Sherry Lansing Leadership Award. How did my name even get thrown into this? I'm, I, I mean, to be connected with anything Sherry Lansing is just a complete honor, shock to the system. The Sherry Lansings of the world have kicked the door of opportunity down, and this next wave of women are tearing down the whole fucking building. And that's so exciting. The 666 wave of feminism. 
Uh, as much as I love what I do as an actress and a producer, some of my greatest joy and motivation comes from my work that I get to do with CTAOP, my Africa Outreach Project. And if we're talking leaders, the young people who are involved in the community organizations we support in South Africa, they are some of the most inspiring people I have ever encountered. And then of course, my mom, because she birthed me and she said it was really hard. <laughs> uh, and she co-parents with me. She's raising my two daughters with me. It's no coincidence, the New World Order actress chose to name one half of her production company after the Philistine prostitute and temptress who helped to murder one of the Israelites' most powerful and revered judges by cutting off his strength and leaving him too weak to defend himself. Her name was Delilah. It is important to know that not only is Sherry Lansing a Jewish entertainment mogul, but the NAACP Awards aired on BET, which is owned by CBS Entertainment Group, also run by a woman named Sherry. Sherry Redstone, a top Jewish Hollywood executive. The 54th annual NAACP Image Awards awarded the so-called black folks who fit the image they desire to see, the image of a genetic dead end. At least 50 to 60% of these performers, presenters, nominees, and award winners belong to the LGBT community. This tiny micro minority in the so-called black community is vastly overrepresented in mainstream media. They are praising, rewarding, and incentivizing this behavior in the so-called African-American community at levels higher than any other people group in an effort to influence the Israelites to engage in these destructive practices which provoke the Elohim our fathers made a covenant with to anger. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scoureth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whatever are all partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. So in 1909, Schiff, the laymans, and other conspirators organized and set up the National Association for the Advancement of the Colored People, known as the NAACP. The presidents, directors, and legal counsels of the NAACP were always white men, Jews appointed by Schiff. And this is the case to this very day. The National Association for the Advancement of Color People was not founded by Israelites, but by Jewish Illuminists who hide behind their Prince Hall Boulay gatekeeper puppets. This Trojan horse institution is used to form and mold the image of the true Israelites into whatever suits the puppet master's needs. These LGBT practices 
have always been a part of Roman Greco culture, yet the Western media is desperately trying to tie this perversion to the children of the promise. Despite the fact that folks in Africa and the Caribbean islands have consistently resisted the West pushing their LGBT agenda to the point where it's banned in most African countries. But glorifying and celebrating same-sex relations is only half of a two-pronged psychological and spiritual attack. Simultaneously, the other side of their media-driven offensive strike is the demonizing and vilifying of heterosexual relationships. The Gender War. On behalf of the social engineers at Universal Music Group, under the watchful eye of the OVO Al, the self-proclaimed six-god Drake teams up with Sony Music's rhyming puppet 21 Savage to deliver a predictive programming-laced music video tailor-made to instigate and escalate the red media-fueled war of the sexes. Again, we have the Marine Kingdom connection where the mer spirits Mermaids. are being invoked to possess the daughters of Zion so that they may seduce and strip their male counterpart of all he owns, including his life. We further expose these increasing global attacks from the water spirits in our up-and-coming full-length presentation, The Marine Kingdom 3. Drake teams up with Sony Music's rhyming puppet, 21 Savage. Speaking of programming and psyops, the name 21 Savage in and of itself is a psychological weapon reinforcing stereotypes and caricatures of the Israelite man. This, along with the rapper's signature catchphrase, 2121, is a hermetic death spell invoking their god of 42, Thoth Hermes. Barisimity. Also released in the Gregorian year 2023, the relationship-sabotaging R&B siren SZA debuted a witchcraft-infused music video at the behest of the Rev2 Niners at Universal Music Group. This video is a potent attack on Israelite relationships and the image of the Israelite man. The visuals for this song are deeply layered with themes of sadomasochism, bondage, and cannibalism. In fact, the occult symbolism and satanic calling cards are so numerous and diabolical, time does not permit us to fully expose the depth of evil being promoted in this music video, but most high willing, we will be able to do a more extensive breakdown in a future expose. And Kendrick Lamar 
went from proclaiming he's an Israelite to promoting transgenderism in his recent song, Anti-Diaries. He released a transgender-affirming anthem while simultaneously working to spiritually undermine the common man and woman's relationship with his other video release. Again, brought to us by the Crafty Council at Universal Music Group. This type of divide-and-conquer ritual magic has been a staple in the occult work of Marina Abramovic for decades. The spirit-cooking occult practitioner has utilized the power of suggestion and lesser magic to transform the masculine and feminine principles from a complementary symbiotic pair into two separate opposing forces. The Marina Ulai collaboration in a simple, direct, and profound way expressed the male-female dynamic. This ceremonial magic, disguised as performance art and music videos, is designed to charge the feminine and masculine polarities and set them on a collision course so the sorcerers can then siphon the energy from the ensuing explosion when opposite forces collide. This statue was placed atop the Masonic Court of Law and Judgment in order to preside over not only their planned extermination of what Margaret Sanger referred to as human weeds, but to oversee the fertility, cultivation, and birth of a new breed of mankind. Human 2.0, the seed of mischief, the Neo-Nephilim Age. The Neo-Nephilim Age. Standing atop the grandiose New York State Courthouse is a shimmering golden eight-foot female sculpture emerging from a pink lotus flower, emerging from a pink lotus flower, pink lotus flower. The lotus is used as one of the most occult and ancient symbols of the natural world. The lotus is the flower sacred to the Aryans, Hindus, Egyptians, Buddhists, and more. References to it are found in the Egyptian Book of the Dead the Jewish mystic religion of Kabbalism, and several other pagan religious texts and sculptures. In Egypt, you can see here the four sons of Horus being birthed out of the lotus flower. In Buddhism, Buddha is frequently attributed to holding the lotus. The reason why the occult reveres this flower and its symbolism of rebirth unto enlightenment is best described by Helena Blavatsky, who is the co-founder of the Theosophical Society. She writes specifically on the lotus flower. For reference, the Theosophical Society shares ideology in partnership with the Lucis Trust, an organization that directly worships Lucifer and states that he is a misrepresented angel that sacrificed for the good of mankind. In her book, The Secret Doctrine, she references a passage from the Kabbalistic manuscripts which states, quote, pointing to like signification was the lotus growing in the waters of the Nile, 
Its mode of growth peculiarly fitted it as a symbol of the generative activities, the flower of the lotus, which is the bearer of the seed for reproduction as the result of its maturing is connected by its placenta, like attachment with Mother Earth or the womb of Isis through the water of the womb, that is, the river Nile by means of the long cord-like stalk, the umbilicus. Nothing can be plainer than the symbol, and to make it perfect in its intended signification, a child is sometimes represented as seated in or issuing from the flower." End quote. You can now see how the occult viewed the flower as a symbol of rebirth as a child, or this rebirth into enlightenment represented by a child coming out of the flower head. But why did the Illuminists choose now to repeal Roe v. Wade? What was Queen Elizabeth's dying wish? And what was the true significance of the Super Bowl halftime fertility ritual featuring Rihanna, appearing to venerate the conception, pregnancy, and birth of an Israelite child? closing, we must pray that we be granted the spiritual discernment and Holy Spirit-inspired vigilance so we will be able to see things as they truly are and not just as they appear to be. And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations whither the Lord thy God hath driven thee, and shalt return unto the Lord thy God, and shalt obey his voice according to all that I command thee this day, thou and thy children, with all thine heart and with all thy soul, that then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity, and have compassion upon thee, and will return and gather thee from all the nations whither the Lord thy God hath scattered thee. If any of thine be driven out unto the outmost parts of heaven, from thence will the Lord thy God gather thee, and from thence will he fetch thee. And the Lord thy God will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed, and thou shalt possess it, and he will do thee good, and multiply thee above thy fathers. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thine heart, and the heart of thy seed, to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, that thou mayest live. And the Lord thy God will put all these curses upon thine enemies, and on them that hate thee, which persecuted thee. We're 
here. <laughs> Shadows and Chains 2. Dungeons and Dragons. The Coronation. Wow. Where do we start? Preliminary reports say he suffered a heart attack. It's so sudden. There's a large segment of society that doesn't ask questions. It was so sudden. Found unresponsive in his wife's home Friday night. They've swallowed the propaganda, hook, line, and sinker. So sudden. Blood clots traveling to the brain, cutting off oxygen. And there are no signs of foul play. Their cognitive dissidence so sudden. and Stockholm Syndrome have them tightly chained to the official narrative, regurgitating talking points from the trusted expert authorities like subservient, submissive pets. 100% effective. Highly effective. Is both safe and highly effective. 